Welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft. It's Wednesday, March 20th, 2020. Hey, everybody, I'm so glad you're all here. I'm wearing a smoky eye today, so it's kind of a big day for me. You know, lots of eyeshadow going on, because why not? Like, I don't have any reason to not put on a smoky eye for my Twitch slash YouTube slash podcast, okay? Why not? We've got all the time in the world to put a little smoky eyeshadow on my eye. <laughs> it's Smoky Eye Wednesday. <laughs> Will I do this every Wednesday? No, definitely not. <laughs> uh, it's so good to be doing another show. It's beautiful in LA. It's, it's, it's a great time to be alive just kidding psych it's really not and <laughs> i do want to shout out um our first official piece of hot and rich fan art that's right a big shout out it's got to go out to alphabet pizza thank you so much for sending in this beautiful piece of art that says hot and rich it's so good if you're listening to the podcast version of the show let me describe it for you it's like it's got all of our favorite colors, orange, pink, green. The color palette is represented in this art. It's kind of got this, um, what do you call this? Like holographic silver, rainbowy, shiny. The perfect thing that I love is what I call it. It's so good. Thank, oh, opalescent? Opalescent? Thank you. Uh, thank you, Eric of Man in the chat. Yeah, so thank you so much for sending this in, Alphabet Pizza. I do have a P.O. box if you are out there in the world dying to send me things. Um, maybe I'll throw it <laughs> in the show notes or, or put it in the, in the link in bio or something. But I do want to just discuss the concept of you listeners and viewers sending things into the show. I have some ideas cooking um, so before I fully unleash them, I would love to start collecting emails from you guys. So please send me everything you want to hotandrichshow at gmail.com. That's hotandrichshow at gmail.com. I think I'm going to start taking questions at the end of the episodes if we have extra time. So if, if you have any questions about celebrities or if you have... I don't know, a celebrity run-in you want to talk about? Any hot goss tips or anything like that? Like, did you see Florence Pugh buying toilet paper at the Laurel Canyon Country Mart? I want to know about it. So email me at hotandrichshow at gmail.com. You can even send in videos or audio clips. Maybe I'll play them on the show. So yeah, hotandrichshow at gmail.com. I can also just answer advice questions for you you know, celebrity advice questions like, what do I do if I start dating Ben Affleck? I'll give you advice. All right. <laughs> you know what? We've got a lot going on with the show today. It's going to be a jam-packed show. We have a great guest, my friend Molly Lambert, and she's a great entertainment writer. She's the host of Night Call. You're going to love Molly Lambert. She's coming on the show in a matter of minutes really so I gotta I gotta hustle through these first few topics to get her on so stay stick around Molly was was wa wants to talk about a lot of stuff so we've got a lot to unpack with Molly and we're lucky to have her it's truly a blessed day so let's just do it let's get on to the hot 
seconds. This is a segment I call hot seconds. These are all the things I want to talk about, but only for a hot second. Okay, so our first hot second of the day, we've got an Allison Roman and Chrissy Teigen update. So I guess the feud for clout may have backfired because Allison Roman is losing clout, using new, losing her New York Times clout to be specific. Um, she had a column in the New York Times and now on the heels of her kind of shit talking about Chrissy Teigen and Marie Kondo, the New York Times has temporarily put her column on leave, which I think is a weird way of saying like, you're grounded. You're you're grounded, Alison Roman. You don't get to do the column. The New York Times confirmed this yesterday, but they didn't specify a reason. But I mean, come on. Like, we know the reason, right? Like, we know it's because of the feud, you know? You know, a source told the Daily Beast that Allison had a piece ready to be published last week and then it got pulled. So we may never see it. Chrissy is also weirdly like she's not happy about this. She's like, no, the feud is over. Like she tweeted, quote, I very publicly forgave her and I'm getting very much blamed for her leave. Referring to the New York Times thing, Chrissy also tweeted, quote, I don't like this one bit and I'm doing what I can off Twitter to make that known. So there you go. I guess uh, she's got in trouble at work because of the feud and Chrissy is is leaving Twitter to try to solve things off Twitter. Okay. Good. So our next hot second. This one is about Jojo Siwa. Our girl Jojo Siwa. Oh my God, she's so cool. Oh my God, I'm Jojo Siwa. Uh, she had a JoJo Siwa themed birthday party. Let's just watch the clip that she posted. It's pretty cool to me that it's my 17th birthday and I can have my own themed birthday party. Like I can have a JoJo Siwa themed birthday. JoJo Siwa can have a JoJo Siwa themed birthday. And then it is just any kind of, you know, my own themed birthday party. This is like actually legit. I mean, I got plates. Napkins, cups, balloons, I got ice cream, so good, and all this stuff is available at Target, Walmart, Party City, you name it, there, and it's pretty cool, I like it. Um, so yeah, Jojo Siwa had a Jojo Siwa themed birthday party, listen, she's 17, she's still a child, so I'm not going to really comment too much about Jojo Siwa um, other than, you know, she's has a lot of products. She's got a lot of products and she celebrated with them. Alphabet Pizza in the chat just said, Kate, you should have a Kate themed B-Day party. That would actually rule. Listen, I feel like. I don't have enough product lines to pull it off. Jojo Siwa, she's got, you know, Party City has like all these paper plates with her face on them. I would have to manufacture that shit. I don't want to do that. That's a lot of effort. But I will be doing a 30-hour Twitch stream for my 30th birthday in July. So maybe, maybe I have some time to manufacture some paper plates. Let's just say that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. 
Um, okay, so our next hot second is Sia adopted two teenage boys who are aging out of the foster care system, and she just kind of sprung it on us during an, a serious XM interview for the morning mashup. Here's a clip of Sia talking about her new sons. Yeah, you adopted a son, didn't you? I did. I actually adopted two sons um, last year. They're both um, 18. Uh, they were 18. Um, uh, they're both 19 years old now. Okay. Um, they were aging out of the foster care system. And um, yeah, and I love them. Wow, that's awesome. How are they finding quarantine? Uh, they are both finding it pretty difficult. One more so than the other. Um, but they're both doing things that are really good for them right now that are like really helpful like they're really doing a lot of like educational stuff that's good for them mm -hmm. Sia congrats on your new sons but are you sure they're adopted the family resemblance is shocking get it I photoshopped Sia's wig on two stock images of teen boys. <laughs> all right, all right. Our next hot segment is about Kaya Gerber. We have to talk about the new hot celebrity in town, okay? It's not Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber's daughter, Kaya. It's Kaya's blue cast, okay? The <laughs> Kaya's new hot blue cast is a result of breaking her wrist and elbow we don't know how she did it we just know she had a quote little accident according to her instagram but we stand the cast this is an iconic injury one of the most iconic um casts of our generation i would say this cast might be more iconic than the like dear evan hansen cast this is a cast this cast is iconic we stand a blue cast a blue, beautiful cast. Wow. I would love if you, Kaya, when your arm heals, can you give me the cast? Like, I could be like Andy Cohen and collect little things for my clubhouse. I could put the cast right there on the wall. Right there. We could call it the podcast cast and dedicate it to the hot and rich podcast. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, I, I kind of thought she maybe got a blue cast so that it would be easy to like Photoshop it out of her modeling pictures because a lot of models are still doing modeling even though we're social distancing. It's There are safe ways to do photo shoots. So that's why I thought she went with the blue color. Um, but it turns out, no, that she's not Photoshopping the cast out because she's actually using it in her photo shoots. The center picture there is a photo of Kaya doing a little ad for Marc Jacobs's Daisy perfume. And she, you know, she said it was hard. She said it was hard to do the photo shoot with the cast, but she did it. She did it. The caption read, quote, this is hard, but I smell great. Hashtag MJ Daisy at Mark Jacobs Fragrances, end quote. So yeah, everyone's having a hard time right now. Even Kaya. But we, you know, we stand a cast. We stand a blue cast. <laughs> Um, all right, now for the segment of the show that we do every day. It's called Our Florence Pugh and Zach Braff Still Together. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk about Kristen Cavallari and Armas updates. And then quickly after that, we're going to be joined by Molly Lambert. And me and Molly, we're going to talk about a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff like celebrities who are breaking quarantine to get their hair done, the Bravo extended universe, the Call Her Daddy drama, Megan uh, Fox and Marine Gun Ke- Machine Gun Kelly. So much, so much, so much. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Thanks for not going anywhere. All right, let's dive into our main topics and then we'll get Molly on the show. Um, first up, we got to talk about what's going on with Kristen Cavallari. It's kind of dark, so let's get into it. So as you all know, Kristen Cavallari, 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 no one knows. There's no way to find out for sure. Um, she's in the throes of a quarantine-induced divorce with her husband, Jay Cutler, She recently went on Instagram Live and basically confirmed that they really did break up the day they got back from their weird, sus trip to the Bahamas, confirming that that day was the official date of the separation. Um, Yeah, so she went on live this weekend with her friend. She also confirmed that she's not living at her and Jay's giant Nashville house. She and her three kids, they're all living with her hairstylist, Justin Anderson, at his house in Nashville. He's the guy in that picture right above my shoulder right there. He's like her hairstylist, I think. All of them are living there, plus his fiance. Sounds sounds a little stressful. She then posted on Instagram saying she's quitting her e-reality show amid all of this divorce stuff. She wrote, quote, as I start this new chapter in my life, I've decided not to continue with Very Cavallari. I've absolutely loved my time filming and I'm so grateful to E! Entertainment for making this journey possible. To the fans, I can't thank you enough for all your support for keeping up with me all of these years. I love you guys. End quote. So yeah, it's sad. It's an end of an. It's the end of an era. Very Cavallari, the show I tried to watch, then quickly gave up on because it was too boring. Sad. It is. I wonder if it's gonna hurt her business that she's quitting the reality show. I feel like the best way to get people to buy stuff from you is when they see you on their TVs all the time. I think that's why the Kardashians still do their show. I'm very interested in this. Also, Shampoodler in the chat is saying, Kristen, call me. So, Kristen Cavallari, if you are watching, which I know you are, hit up Shampoodler. He's on Twitter. Um, so, speaking of Kristen stepping back from her E! show, a source spoke to Us Weekly about this, saying, quote, Kristen couldn't do a reality show without addressing the divorce, and she doesn't want this to unfold on camera, end quote. It's kind of sad because I would have actually watched. I would have loved to watch this next season of Very Cavallari, but it's not happening. Things are about to get interesting and then they robbed us of the content. (sighs) Sad. Sad. All right, let's move on to our next topic before we get Molly. As you all know, this show stands the Stan account for Ana de Armas, a.k.a. at Armas Updates. Do we stan Ana de Armas herself? No, we stan the stan account. And the person who runs it, named AJ, recently did an interview with Jezebel about running the infamous blocked by Ana de Armas stan account. 
And it's a great read. I'm linking it in the show notes if you want to check that out. But they asked AJ what they thought about Banana and whether the relationship was real or not. And guess what? The at Armas official update, official answer to this question is fascinating. Because this is like a Stan account. And you know something's up when your Stan account says something this low-key shady. Okay, so Jezebel is like, hey, like, what do you think? Are they legit? Are they real? And this is what at Armas Update said, quote, It's just something I go back and forth on because there are things that are very performative about them. Because I, ra- because I ran a Stan account for her, I would Google and Twitter search her name a lot. And I knew they were hanging out off set while they filmed that movie together before paparazzi photos of them started popping up. But from an outsider's perspective, just looking at these photos, it does look very staged because they're clearly putting on a show that they're in love. Even in videos when they're just walking, it's very lovey-dovey, end quote. Wow. So there's the official Armas updates stance on whether Banana's legit or not. Sounds like they are real, but also performative, which is just the right chaotic energy for me. I'm fine with that. All right, we will be right back. I'm going to get Molly, and then we're going to dive into the rest of the topics together. So stick around. And we're back. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to have our guest here. Everybody give a hot and rich welcome to Molly Lambert. Molly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I feel hot and rich right now. You look super hot and super rich. What is that shirt? Is that like a, a $10,000 shirt? Yeah, it cost $10,000 from net a Wow. I love net a I love that store. You look really hot and rich also, Kate. Thank you. I'm wearing a very expensive smoky eye right now. I broke quarantine to have an entire glam team come into my house just so that I would look good for today's episode. Yeah, me too, obviously. It's like my team has to quarantine with me so that I can look hot and rich. I'm in a quarantine bubble with just my glam squad and um, Dorit Kemsley's glam squad from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We share, we're in a quarantine bubble, all of our glam squads. Yeah, um, that's really nice of you to like keep your whole glam squad on call and force them to live with you. Yeah, it's actually really kind. It's a kind thing to do. Yeah, it's like, of course we know what they would like to do the most is be like making us beautiful during this uh, difficult time for everybody, you know? Absolutely. They owe it to our fans. It's actually like, kind of the front line if you think about it it's the truest front line is the glam squads yeah in a way uh glam squads are the true first responders and that is who we should be applauding every day honestly i clap at seven o'clock every day for the glam squads me too is that still a thing are people still clapping every day um I wouldn't know. I'm usually, my glam squad's usually. Yeah, I don't know either. At that point, so like, I can't hear it. I don't ever read the news. I just wait until one of my um, makeup people, like, tells me what's going on in the world. Yeah, they're also, like, really helpful for stuff like that. Just keeping us in touch with the outside world. 
super helpful. Photographing us when we break our arm and have to do our perfume campaign. Ad. I know. Like, who's going to hold the phone? Not me. My arm's broken. Right? <laughs> um, truly heroes. And we salute you. If you're watching and you're one of the Glam Squad troops, we salute you. Um, okay, so Molly, first of all, how are you? Are you having a good day? Are you having? Are you alive? Are you well? Yes, I think. Okay, so. great. I okay, think good. so. Um, I mean, how do you say? How do you say hi anymore? How do you say? How do you greet someone in a friendly way these days? Well, it's like I want them to know that I'm also hot and rich, you know? So yeah. like, I like to, like, put on some sunglasses. Oh, good. That's good. to say hi, I, like, go like this, like. That's it. That's the new way to say hi. Yeah. I, like, tip my shades. It's That's very sex. That's sexual. It's flirty. It's fun. It's it's social distance. It's great. It's how people know, you know? It's but how it people know. I'm better than you. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That's really what you're trying to convey. Um, <laughs> okay, should we just dive in and talk about? Speaking of of breaking quarantine for Glam Squad, should we talk about Amanda Stanton? Yeah. Okay. This is Molly and I were texting about this earlier. Amanda Stanton is a Bachelor person. Do you, do you watch The Bachelor? No, but I I follow their exploits. Uh, yeah, the there's. I usually like it usually goes over my head, but this one was so good that I was like, oh, this is really, really good. This Amanda Stanton thing is like so funny to me. She like drove from L.A. to Arizona just to get her hair done. To it's... get highlights, to get some flirty summer highlights. Here's what she wrote on her Instagram. She wrote, quote, drove very, very far to get my hair done and may have peed on the side of a dirt road because I'm scared to use public restrooms, crying, laughing face emoji, but it was worth it. And then she tagged her hairstylist and posted like a, a selfie of her with her hair. Here's what I have to say about, about Amanda Stanton's hair though. It, it's like she did the style of highlights that still looks very much like Roots. Yeah, totally. It's Which like, I feel like is like if you're going to cross state lines and like break quarantine to get your hair done, like just to still have roots, like it feels like it defeats the purpose for me. It seems like this would be a really good time for like the Madonna uh, three inches of roots coming in look to come back because that yeah. is kind of what highlights look like anyway. I like roots. I I have them myself, but I also know how to do my own hair. Yeah, I mean, that's you were talking about this, but it's like. I think anybody could learn how to dye their own hair if they really cared about it that much, you know? But yeah. I think what these people really want is, like, they want someone else to do it. They want it's, to pay money and yeah. make somebody else do it and put that person at risk. It is really hard to do your own hair, but it's not so impossible. Like, it's like you just need to watch, like, five YouTube tutorials and then you're pretty much an expert. Listen, not to discredit professionals out there who are out of work right now, which is, like, you know, I think their their jobs are valid and real and they're skilled workers, but, like, it's not, it's, like, not that hard to, to, to like, maintain something if you want to zhuzh yourself up in the... Also, like, everyone's just on Zoom. You can just, yeah. like put a little vaseline just on your get it from filter. here here forward just die you don't even have to yeah. die the back just die it from here forward right exactly it's like a potemkin house of hair 
Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like um a facade like a a building facade. A, Disney, a Disneyland building. Yeah, it's like a Disneyland building where it's like trash in the back. Yeah. Truly, truly garbage in the back. The funny thing about this person was that she drove to Arizona. Um, I guess stuff's open in Arizona, that means. But Yeah, I'm not I guess I'm not shocked about that. Me neither. But that she specified that she didn't stop at any restrooms along the way because like that would have been dangerous, but driving to a hair salon and letting someone touch your dirty scalp. Right. What's dangerous about that? Not dangerous. Well, I wonder if the the hair person wore the same clothes that Heidi Klum's hair person wore. Did you see this picture? Let's I did. Jack, I did. Jack throw yeah. the picture of Heidi Klum up on the screen. It's truly insane. Okay, so Heidi, first of all, Heidi Klum is in her lingerie for some reason outside getting her hair done and the hairdresser's wearing <laughs> An umbrella, an umbrella that they ruined. Like you can't use that umbrella anymore. The umbrella has two holes cut out for the hair person's arms to fit through, for like no reason. Cool, cool. Like I don't even get the point of the umbrella, but okay. And then she's they've both got masks on, and and the hairdresser has got some you know, styling gloves on and she's giving Heidi Klum highlights. I'm really obsessed with the comment we can read on the screen that says, love Heidi, this shot makes your feet look big. Love it though. <laughs> I, I noticed that too. <laughs> From someone whose name is Mum to Q Horses. Wait, Jack, keep, keep that picture up for a sec longer. It's just so good. I feel like we need to really linger on this photo for a moment. Like, I've definitely seen a lot of celebs doing the like, I'm taking a funny, sexy glam shot in my backyard, like social distancing sexy because like they need a lot of attention or they all drop yeah. down immediately. But this is like, I don't think that is six feet. I think the fact that she at least did it outside means it's probably. It's okay. better than nothing, but it's not yeah. social distancing. Like, I feel like the, the, the thread between Amanda Stanton and Heidi Klum is that they're both bending over backwards to do what they think is safe. And then it's also just not safe at all. Like this, this has been coming up a lot on the Real Housewives uh, reunions as well, um, because people are definitely split on whether they're doing their own glam or having a glam team come to their home. And that I know their comments are full of people being like, you did this wrong. So Candy Burress from the Real Housewives of Atlanta made a point during the Atlanta reunion that she was doing her own hair and makeup, but then she had like a birthday party yesterday. What? <laughs> she had a birthday party at her house called, you definitely should cover this, it was called the Mask On Birthday. No. But it was like definitely a party of like 40 people or something, you know, like That's dancing. not social distancing. Right, it's like they're wearing masks, but they're still all like crowded together. In her the mask is a joke at that point. Okay, I think people don't understand. And this is definitely a failure of our broken country that Some there's no info. Georgia. 
Georgia not on quarantine. Georgia yeah, Georgia's not on quarantine, which is like, I guess they're allowed to have a mask on party. They won't like get in trouble for it. But at the same time, it's still dangerous. Right, and people thought it was funny because they were like, oh, we were proud that like Candy was like making a point of not having her glam team come. But like then she also had a birthday party. I definitely, I noticed at first with the Kardashians that they were getting manicures. I think you pointed this out because there yeah. was a picture of Kim in a bathroom that was clearly not hers. Yeah, Kim was in a bathroom that had a like a live, laugh, love poster in the background. And I was like, there's absolutely no way in fucking hell anyone in the Kardashian family would have like a swirly font inspirational like piece of bathroom art. So I was like, this this is a nail salon. I feel like Kylie might have some stuff like that, but Kylie's definitely posting like nail art that I f- know she can't do. Somebody was like, maybe it's not really her arm. Maybe it's a marzipan hand. You should give her credit that maybe she's just taking a picture of a hand made out of marzipan whose nails are done perfectly. Honestly, like let's give all of these celebrities the benefit of the doubt. Cause we, you know, they are hot and rich, so why would they break the law or let's break public health? And let's give it up to the glam squads because this is not their fault. People got to work. I totally Listen, understand. Listen, it's not their fault. It's not the glam squad's fault. This is this is truly, this is the work of the, the hot and rich community. They're at it again, those celebs. They're putting other people's lives in danger because they're rich and they don't like to DIY. The ri- rich people do not like a DIY journey. No, I think what rich people like the most is like giving people money to do things for them. And yeah. like they are not into the idea of doing it themselves and saving money because like to them, if they don't give money to somebody and pay a lot of money for something, like they don't think it's worth anything. Yeah, exactly. It's trash. They don't do DIY. They do YDI, which stands for you do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I'm going to use that more. Yeah, that's really good. You do it. You do it. Yeah, I don't know why (laughs) Heidi Klum couldn't have her husband, uh, Tom Kalitz. Oh, yeah. Tom Kalitz from that band. Yeah. Why couldn't he learn how to do highlights? Could be a whole bonding experience for them. Yeah, he could do the back of her head and she could do the front and they could both be doing it together. Like, or like, wear a wig. I know Heidi's got wigs. There's such expensive, like, if you want to spend your money, go buy like these like thousand dollar wigs that are out there. Like, get one of those Kylie wigs that like even looks like it has some roots in it. Like, um, that's what I would do. I think that I the, th- the real thing is, though, that they don't even know how to put the wigs on without a glam squad because no, they got to glue they, the wigs and cut the lace. And it's like they don't even know how to somebody, put a wig on. Someone said something like that about the bachelor lady, too, is they were like, she's got all those extensions and like that kind of hair requires so much upkeep, which That's is funny because like it looks bad to me. Um, yeah, I just think like if you're gonna if you're gonna break quarantine to go to the salon, at least wow me. Like I want to be wow. I want to be like I want to fall out of my chair and be like, whoa! Like that's a cool new hairstyle. The other thing people were really mad about was that she took her daughter with her. This is the bachelorette lady again. She took her yes. daughter and she got her daughter highlights also. And her daughter is three. No. <laughs> 
know the daughter was fucking three. Yeah. So That's people, insane. People were mad about that because they were like, no three-year-old needs fucking highlights. Like, you're three. Literally, you could have said any other age, and I, any age above three, I'd be like, yeah, that's not great. Even four, I'd be like, mm, don't love it, but okay. Three is literally a a baby. That's a baby. Right. People you don't like, even have well, enough hair at three to get highlights. Right. No, totally. People are super mad because they were like, it's one thing to like dye your kid's hair a fun color, like pink or something, you know, temporary dye. It's another thing to be like, you're ugly. You're fucking oh ugly God. and you need highlights and yeah, yeah, this mousy this mousy brown babe, it's not gonna work. We're gonna need to zhuzh it up with some it's, highlights, low lights. This childhood blonde thing you've got going on, no, like bitch, you need to be platinum. That's truly that is unhinged. Like And imagine yeah, just like don't tell a three year old they need to be prettier. That's not what a three year old needs. I feel like we need more laws against giving three year olds highlights. <laughs> Totally agree. She get a ticket for that, at least. Yeah, we can replace it with, like, you can be allowed to give three-year-olds tattoos. Like Yeah, that's f- I'm actually more okay with a tattoo. <laughs> three-year-olds can get a tramp stamp. They can't get highlights. I Those mean, that's, that's wild. Okay, so we should move on to our next topic. It's yeah. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. What do we think? They're officially a couple. This is a photo of them getting papped. They've been papped together a couple days ago. And then they were, he has a music video video out today. The song is called Bloody Valentine. She's like in it. They're, this is them being like, we're officially a couple, right? Well, that's the thing. At first I thought it was definitely a real couple because uh, it just seemed so real. It just seemed, you know, lustful and true. But now I found out they're in a movie together that's coming out. That- right slightly pinged my is this a publicity stunt dar um my right. car dar. your banana dar yeah but um brian austin green made a statement saying he and megan fox were really separated and having problems so right. now i think it's real again the thing i'm really excited about is that machine gun kelly who is ostensibly a rapper is making a pop punk album produced entirely by travis barker <laughs> The chaos of all of this, if, and and you also you have to throw in the fact that Rand from Vanderpump Rules is the one who brought them together because they're going to be in the Rand Randall Emmett directed movie. So, if you combine all of these elements, the chaos is so good. It it does yeah. like make me feel satisfied. I'm like, this is a good celebrity story. Megan Fox is getting divorced to be with. Machine Gun Kelly's, and they're also going to be in a movie together directed by a reality star. Um, it's great. Yeah. I and and say, the pop punk is back. Pop punk's back. I want to say I love Megan Fox. Total justice for Megan Fox. Um, yes, I, totally justice for Megan Fox. Yeah, I do think she said some things recently about how she felt like she got left behind by the Me Too movement, that people like weren't talking about how she got totally fucked over yes. um, by Michael Bay and other people. And she's a great actress. She's amazing in Jennifer's Body. And I, I think, love Jennifer's Body. Yeah, it's so good. I think it's the only movie that knew what to do with her. I feel like comedy comeback starting with pop punk music videos. Yes. Um, I hope she and um, Machine Gun Kelly bring in Lala as a third. Oh, my God. I think that Rand would be down and Rand would like sit in a corner and just like watch. 
yeah. all of these hot people fuck like in his Bel Air house. Um, we've got a tip, so a little celeb gossip that's, tip. That's you do it, I think. That Rand would be doing. He'd be like, "You do it. You guys." He'd be like, do "Yeah." It. He'd be like, "I want to." He he would be like so normal about it. He'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we do this all the time." Why do I? Yeah, I'll be just here. Why do I? Why do I? He'll be like, "Anyone um, needs snacks? I'm here." Yeah, yeah. You want a snack? I'm gonna go get a snack. You keep going. Why do I? Um, Eli Nasir in the chat has a a tip about Megan Fox, and it's tip related. He said, Megan Fox is a good tipper. I used to deliver to her. I think that if you're a celebrity and it comes out that you're a good tipper, like, that should always, I would, like, always like to see more of that. You never hear that. You always hear about celebrities being bad tippers, so. Yeah. Megan Fox remembers where she came from and that. Yeah. You know. I think she, I think that she's got a good head on her shoulders. I really do. I would love to profile her, actually, because I think she's, like, completely due for a big comeback. Uh, I agree. You should profile her. And I do think Brian Austin Green was, like, keeping her down a little bit, you know? I do think so. I never got a great vibe from that. They were super on and off for a long time, and it seemed stressful vibe-wise. I'm happy she's free, and she's Hooking up with Machine Gun. He's hot. Machine Gun Kelly is hot. That's a great rebound. It's a great rebound. I have to say, I have an idea. I have a pitch for you, Molly. I think I have a name for their 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 like couple name, their ship yeah, name. Hit me. Megan Kelly. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here I was gonna say Machine Gun Fox. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good ones for them. We'll ha- maybe we'll do a poll. Maybe we'll do a poll for what their their ship name should be. I think Megan Kelly is funny, but it's really funny. Also, Machine Gun Fox is like that's pretty badass. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Speaking of Randall Emmett, I just wanted to quickly drop in and check in because we're both big Bravo heads. We watch all the shows. What do you have any like thoughts other my uh, on the Bravo sphere right now? I'll start with, I think that the Atlanta reunion, even though they definitely broke quarantine by getting glam squads, I think that they did a good job, like just production wise, like yep. it looks great. I think that that there should be a category at the Emmys for like best Zoom content. I said this, I just put out another episode of Summer House Quarantine on my personal Patreon, Molly Sleazy Friends. Check it Everybody out. Everybody subscribe to Molly Sleazy Friends. And I said that I really think the uh, Zoom reunion of the Real Housewives of Atlanta belongs in like the museum of the moving image because it was so good and it's it was so like good. first of all the Zoom reunion or Zoom, you know, Saturday Night Live from home or whatever, like the first of any of those things I've seen that was like actually on the level of a real TV show and good. Yes. You know? They uh, bought lights for they bought lights for all of them. They bought little headset like mics for all of them. There clearly like was a production designer like being like, you put that candle behind you and then get that pillow and I'm going to send in some throw blankets they, they had a, it was co- it looked great I was nervous definitely for all the candles because of the Britney's gym incident I was worried oh but the world will never be the same yeah but how can you be hot and rich if you don't have like a bunch of candles burning in the background all the time 
I'm newly starting on a candle journey thanks to uh, Laura Marie Shane Holz's podcast, Babe, which I listened to. And you were on her podcast, Sexy Unique Podcast, recently. Yeah, that's how I got started on my Summer House journey, where she was like, yes. let yourself watch Summer House. It's really fun. It's a fun I don't. I don't know her in real life. I'm just, a, I truly am just a fan. And she is a um, candle connoisseur and she did a whole candle series on her podcast. So now, now I have this like disease where I have to buy candles all the time. And I'm finding that they're so much more expensive than I ever realized. And like, now I look at like rich people's content and I like see the candles that they, they've got these huge, insanely expensive candles burning all the time. Oh, you see a diptyque, you know. Yeah, I didn't know before, but now I know. It's like my $10,000 shirt. It's like you just have to be in the know. Is that a diptyque shirt? Yeah, it's definitely not from Target. <laughs> like all of my clothes, you know? I'm a fancy woman. Um, We have another tip. Eli said that Ashley Simpson was a good tipper. Wow, that's surprising. I accept. I accept that. She's pregnant again. Also, like, you're the younger sister. You got to differentiate yourself. You got to be like, I'm the one who's a good tipper. Yeah. Maybe Justin Simpson's a good tipper, too. I don't know. She also got screwed over by the media. I agree. For the Simpsons. I need to read her book. I heard it's great. Oh, it's amazing. Um, Okay, so thoughts on the Chrissy Teigen feud? Um, I feel like it's it's gotten a little stale. I think um, I'm just mad that, like, somebody took our idea because when you were starting the show and you were like who should I get in a feud with for publicity I was like Chrissy Teigen yeah because she'll respond probably um and get you that but um now I'm like maybe you don't want to be in a feud with Chrissy Teigen because it seems like it really it really backfired on Alison Roman I mean Alison Roman also was kind of racist and stuff towards Chrissy and Marie Kondo but um I mean, I think that, like, I, I do think feuds are a, such a good way to get clout, though. They are. I just, like, this one stopped being fun really fast, and then it just became, like, everyone apologizing to each other and sort it of... It was, like, like I, I kind of never found it fun. I found this whole thing so fatiguing and, like, tedious and, like, It ended weird. up being, like, rich people being, like, no, you're the best. <laughs> like, no Yeah, I'm like, best. give me some... If, if you're going to draw blood, draw blood, baby. Right. And also like when rich people are fighting with each other, like I want them to at least like have some fun receipts about how somebody's really broke or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It it's like it ended up being like way too civil. And like, I just want to say for the record, if I was feuding with Chrissy Teigen, I would have like I would have been like claws out like I would have drawn blood. I think it's also like everybody can be wrong sometimes, you know, like, yeah wrong of Alison Roman to make some racist comments about two successful professional uh, class Asian women with brands that are famous and successful. Um, it's also not great to have a brand that uses uh, child labor and, and slave labor and sweatshops um, to make yeah. things for Target. All of these things can be bad, actually. All of these things can be bad. And I definitely like... I, I do feel satisfied anytime someone calls out Chrissy Teigen. But I don't I, love oh, the racism, though. I wish that she did it in the right way. There's such there is a right way to call out Chrissy Teigen, and I don't know if Allison Roman like went that route. 
It's also like I own some of those Chrissy Teigen Target pots and pans and they're fine, you know, like I just feel like um, if I were Alison Roman, I would have attacked like the pioneer woman. That's yeah. who started a feud with. It's like Reed Drummond, the pioneer woman. That, I'd like to see them feuding. Yeah, like take on somebody who like should be taken down and who is also like a white lady that yes i think that like has a brand that like sells in walmart it's also like martha stewart sells shit at walmart that's the whole thing it's like if you're being like my brand is classy like we would never sell out to a big chain store it's like what's the point of having a kitchenware brand if it's not to like lead up to selling out to right william sonoma or somebody i did think it was weird that chrissy was like really downplaying her operation and being like i'm a mom and pop local business like right, it's like, like mom and pop landlords it's like no babe like you you sold the thing to target like that's like a huge company like you're not just doing it with one other person out of your house like that is there's a lot of workers that you'll never see like making this shit and like right. you don't think they exist like i actually think christy Teigen like doesn't think of those people as like well, working also, on the company for her even though they're literally like making the stuff and she's just like well, she's also planning been, like, doubling down on being like just like saying clueless rich person stuff which also made all these people be like this is a class issue which is like it's also still not because it's like rich people feuding with each other like maybe yeah. one of them is a lot more rich than the other but like this is not a class issue to me you know yeah i don't think i agree like, I don't think it was done. I don't think that's what was going on. It's kind of a hot and rich versus hot and rich. Yeah, everybody can be hot and rich. um, But there's no ethical consumption under hot and rich world. There's no ethical, there's no ethical target lines. Right. In hot and rich capitalism. Um, Kate, we have to talk about the final topic today. I know we got to talk about. Okay, wait. Here we go. This is the last topic of the day. We got to talk about Call Her Daddy. So this is a podcast hosted by Alexandra Cooper and Sophia Franklin, and they do this podcast um, for Barstool Sports. Tell me, like, what's going on? So they had a feud and a falling out, and there's all this drama going on right now. So there are two girls. They had a podcast. Their podcast had like 12,000 listeners, which is like normal for an indie podcast. And then they signed with Barstool. Barstool gave them a ton of promotion and made them super popular. So they had like millions and millions of listeners and followers. One of them is blonde and one of them is brunette. The two types of the two types of people. Types of people. Um, as a redhead, I'm allowed to comment on these binaries. Um, I'm but, a pink I'm a pink head, so yeah, I also yeah, you're also allowed. You're outside the binary too. But basically they got in a fight with Barstool because Barstool was not was Barstool was taking all the merchandise money and all the like anything they couldn't sell anything that didn't go through Barstool. So Barstool was selling all the merch, selling any kind of other stuff, um, selling the ads. But they were making seventy thousand dollars a year each for the podcast as like a starting salary. So the Barstool guy, Dave Portnoy, who super fucking sucks, was like- He's like a big union buster. He's a union buster and he was like- Evil guy. He was like, they're fucking this up. This is like the crown jewel of our podcast empire and like ladies be fighting. But 
what really happened was that one of the call her daddy girls got um, a boyfriend and they call him suit man on the show because he works suit, for HBO. Suit man? Suit man because he works for HBO Sports because they're doing like a little sex in the city, give everyone a nickname thing, you know. Um, but basically he was like, you need out of this deal. You guys are the personalities. You should take the show somewhere else where you can have a better deal and make money on the merch yourself. Yeah. Um, but they signed some insane contract with Barstool. This happens a lot where somebody doesn't own the intellectual property of their podcast. Um, they sign a deal that just signs away everything to the company. Um, it seems good at first and then they find out later it's bad. That's why a lot of podcasts end up changing their name is because basically all you have to do is change their name. If these girls wanted to take their podcast to a different network or take it to like HBO sports or whatever and call it like, you know, call me daddy. Right. Like it's a different show now they could do that. So basically one of them wants to do that and the other one isn't sure. And the barstool people are like running their Twitter now being like, they're fucking this up. Like, they betrayed Barstool and the Daddy Gang, which is the name of their fan base. Ugh. Um, See, that's I, the thing. is like you got to have your own Twitter accounts at least so that the the people can't. Bar- that's so that's so evil to co-opt the the Twitter account. He's trying to still sell as much merch as he can before the podcast like goes down. I think. Um, oh, and he's God. blaming Suit Man. He's blaming a man for coming between the Call Her Daddy girls and being like. See what happens when you let a man get between you and your girlfriend. Like, you you don't get to work for a union busting company like Barstool anymore. And he claims he was offering them like half a mil each to like keep doing the podcast. So he's trying to make them look bad. The girls do appear to be fighting, but I just think that um, I'm just concerned this is going to cut into the publicity for our new podcast. Um, yeah, we should we should announce our new podcast. Yeah, podcast Kate, her daddy. Kate, her daddy, which is everybody yeah. watch out. We're doing a podcast called Kate, her daddy. I'm going to have all the control and I'm going to make all the money from the merch. And um, wait, what? We, we didn't tell you that. Wait, is it Jack well, have something to do with this? Yeah, <laughs> Jack. Jack came in. He was wearing a suit. Jack um, was wearing a suit. I mean, it I was, was like, like basketball <laughs> short material, but it was still a suit. And he um, he said that I should listen to his advice which is that i should keep all the money and own all the merch and that really? i can let you do the podcast with me and it's kind of like really good exposure oh my god kate you stupid fucking bitch wait you, you can't call me a bitch you're you a bitch serious um, your how, shirt isn't even ten thousand dollars it's from target how, how dare you let a man come between two girlfriends just trying to do a show about love and life and dating in the 21st century. How okay. dare you? Okay. Bring Jack on. <sighs> I want to say it to his face. Jack, do you want to come on? He, he doesn't want to, he can't come on. He can't That's come just on. like a man to be like, don't show me on camera. Yeah. He's weak. He's, you know what? But he's right. And I'm going to stand by my man and, and I'm going to triple down on this feud. Wow. And wow. Looks like, our podcast is fucking over. Guess looks the podcast like, is over. Looks like Kate, her daddy, is already like in trouble before it starts. I hope people write a lot of stories, um, give us free publicity in the New York Times about this controversy. Yeah, please, really, if any media outlets want to talk to me, I will give you an exclusive comment on yeah, my feud with Molly Lambert for our podcast, Kate, her daddy. The, 
I'll tell you all the fucking dirt about Kate Raff. She doesn't want you to know. I have a receipt from Target that proves that shirt was twenty nine. 99 still expensive for target but i have emails showing that kate is getting ready to do a cookware cuisine line with target and didn't even cut me into the deal um i have physical dirt that i got from molly's front yard and it's messy wow wow okay well molly i know we're feuding but where can people find you where, where's the link to your patreon let's i i'm grudgingly plugging you at the end of the show here even though we're in a very publicized and public and definitely, messy feud definitely a real fight we're having right now not De not staged like wrestling definitely no this is real this is real and honestly probably worth a think piece because when two women are in a fight that actually is a think piece when two women are in a fight, um, feminism is over. When two women are, women are in a fight, feminism is canceled until you write 10 think pieces about it and yeah. really plug our brands I throughout. I want to say, like, enough with cancel culture. We need to get into cancel culture. Like, yeah. if you can sell some shit, then, like, you can't get canceled, you know? If you like, can sell some hot. shit, then you're, then you're hot and rich. And, and you're when you're hot and, and rich, you're never canceled. Well, check me out. Check out Night Call, another podcast um, with some ladies. And check out Molly's Sleazy Friends um, on patreon.com forward slash Molly's Sleazy Friends. So you can find Summer House Quarantine, some other stuff coming soon. And um, even though we're in a feud, I have the utmost respect for Kate. Um, I think I've lost all respect for Jack now. He's just like Michael Jordan. He's just a sociopath. That's fine. Wears he sweatsuits. That's fine. Um, I'm also in a feud with Molly, um, but I have the utmost respect for her and her work, wait, and I'm a big fan of everything she wait, puts out. Kate. Kate, I think we're friends again. Wait. Wait, really? we have to do the podcast. Oh my God, now we have to legally do it. Oh my God, let's kill all men. Yay. Yay. Okay, but in a socially distanced way. Yes, with like a bow and arrow, like the bones. Yeah. DIY some bow and arrows. DIY, YDI. Thanks okay, so well, thank you so much, Molly. I'm going to let you go now. Everybody check out Molly's stuff. And um, okay, that, that call has ended. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Hot and Rich. Please follow Molly on Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Listen to Night Call Podcast. I'm a big fan of Molly. She's also my friend. That was a brag, okay? We're not really in a feud, okay? The feud ended, so now we can all support Molly and everything she does. Also, leave us those reviews on Apple Podcasts, write a little comment for us, follow the show at Hot and Rich Show, and send me emails. Do you guys have emails? I'm doing this thing called emails. Email us at hotandrichshow at gmail.com. Please send me audio recordings, videos. I might throw them up on the stream. Um, slash podcast slash YouTube show. Thank you so much for listening. Go to Hot and Rich Show for all of our show links. And until next time, stay hot and stay rich. I'm so fucking rich.